Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 61 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am so very pleased and excited to bring you the wisdom of Mr. Hal Elrod, author of The Miracle Morning. Today, you will learn how using the five-minute rule can get you through any adversity or loss that you experience in life, also how and why affirmations are proven to work, what to do with your negative emotions, and why optimism and a positive attitude is the best way to live your life. You know bad things are going to happen to you. That is life. It's how you deal with them that determines the outcome of your life. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of valuable solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. Now, it's time for you to learn more about Hal and the message that he has devoted his life to sharing with the world. So, let's start the show. Maybe you already know about Hal Elrod because his book has sold over 600,000 copies. It is his journey that is most inspiring and what I want to share with you today. Hal was in a car crash at the age of 20 that left him for dead. His heart actually stopped beating for a full six minutes, and he was in a coma for a week where he flatlined twice. When he finally woke up, his doctor said that he would never walk again. But despite that bleak, prognosis, Hal got better and not only was able to walk again, but also ran an ultramarathon after the accident that nearly took his life. When Hal talks about how he got through it, he says that he used the five-minute rule, which is something that he was taught by his mentor while he was working in sales. The five-minute rule means that when things go wrong, it's okay to be negative, but not for more than five minutes. After five minutes, say, I can't change it, and you move on with a new energy, a new energy that is aimed at what you do want to happen for you. Turn your energy to the future you want to create for yourself, not the one you are afraid of. Hal says that every negative emotion that we have is self-created by the amount of resistance that we have toward our reality. Whether it's a past reality or something that is happening right now or a future reality that we are afraid of. When Hal woke up from a coma, he had 11 broken bones 
He had permanent brain damage, and he was told he would never walk again. And he said, well, can't change it. The doctors thought he was delusional because he was so happy. He was able to see that there were two distinct possibilities for his future. The first possibility is that he is in a wheelchair, and he accepted that, and he said, okay, I will be the best person I can possibly be and the most thankful person who is in a wheelchair. Or the other outcome is outcome number two, which is that he would indeed walk again. Hal visualized it, and he prayed about it, and a couple weeks later, The doctors came in with routine x-rays and they said, we don't know how to explain this, but your body is healing much faster than anticipated. So we are going to let you take your first steps tomorrow. That was three weeks after his accident. Every adversity that Hal has had since then, he has leveraged the same principle. If I can't change it, I have to accept it. Hal says that we can apply the can't change it method to any situation in life. We are in control of our emotional state. And the key to unlocking our emotional state is acceptance. Accept where you are and move forward. Apply your energy and thoughts to the things that you want to happen and what you have control over in your life. People say that everything happens for a reason, but what they don't mention is that it's our responsibility to decide what that reason is. The car accident was the best thing that ever happened to Hal because it gave him strength to move through it and accept it. He made peace with death because it is inevitable and he focused on what he could control in his life and he put all of his energy toward the one thing he wanted most of all to walk again and to be healthy you'd think this would be enough to inspire a man to live a life of meaning but that is not where the tragedy stopped for our friend hal A few years later, after recovering from his accident and leading a healthy lifestyle, Hal was diagnosed with cancer, but not any cancer, the worst kind of cancer. This type of cancer is so bad it gets its own special name, leukemia. And Hal's leukemia was advanced and causing his organs to fail. He was told he would not survive more than two weeks if he didn't start aggressive chemotherapy. This is when Hal used the five-minute rule again. He accepted his fate and put his energy into healing his body in every possible way he could. Hal did the aggressive chemo along with every holistic cancer-fighting remedy known to man, along with one more key tactic. He focused all of his thoughts, and all of his energy toward his life as a healthy, cancer-free man. Sure, he knew death was a possibility, but that is not what he focused on. He knew he might leave his wife and children, but he didn't focus on that reality. He didn't give the fear any priority or any power in his mind. 
He instead focused on what he wanted to occur, who he wanted to be, and what kind of future he wanted to have with his family. These thoughts, along with modern and ancient medicine, is what cured Hal Elrod and allowed him to beat the cancer and go on to share his message with the world. Resilience came in handy again in 2008 when the recession hit and Hal lost everything and couldn't pay his mortgage. Very familiar story. He was at a loss for what to do and ended up doing a Google search on what successful people do to achieve their goals and their dreams. How do they grow themselves and their businesses and achieve so much? He found that the one thing that they all have in common is a morning routine. Hal decided he was going to wake up one hour earlier the next day to start his morning ritual. But what to do? Hal came up with six options of all those that were practiced by the top leaders and achievers in the world. The top six were meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling. Then he thought, instead of choosing just one of these, what if I did all six? The next morning, he woke up and did all six, and he went from being depressed and scared to feeling like he could make a change in his life and get things back on track in his career. After practicing his miracle morning of all six components, meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling, he knew it could change the world, and it was his responsibility to share the message. So he wrote the very successful book, My Miracle Morning. Now, full disclosure here. I have been very resistant when it comes to the science behind miracle morning routines. I am not necessarily a night owl, but I am just a lazy person. That's because I have been lazy and entitled to some degree for much of my life. I figured if I just did enough, that would get me by and I could just skate through life relatively unharmed and resting on my laurels. This proved to be both untrue and poor planning on my part. As I have grown and read and researched how to achieve greatness in your life, I have come to realize that the morning routine is indeed everything that Hal says it is. The reason is simple once you understand. It's because how you start your day determines the outcome of your day. You can program your mind to focus on and deliver the results that you want. This begins with you, and it begins as soon as you wake up in the morning. I won't pretend to have this down pat, but I do know that when I start my day right and follow the advice of Hal, I see changes in the way that I move throughout my day. There's a big difference between a day that starts with exercise and journaling and a day that starts with getting up late, rushing to get ready, and fighting traffic. The way I think about myself And the way I think about others changes dramatically depending on what kind of start I have to my day. The affirmation part 
might seem like something you can skip, but don't. Affirmations are an important tool to direct your focus wherever you want your focus directed. You develop your affirmations. So ask yourself, what are the beliefs I want to focus on so that they can expand inside of me? What are my values? What are the behaviors that I need to embody? When you read these affirmations every day, you're programming yourself to live in alignment with the affirmations that you've designed. Hal reminds us that if we leave our brain up to itself, it will go to negative thoughts and really start bouncing all over the place. Affirmations are the best way to direct our energy toward what we want. If someone is consumed with fear, affirmations will help combat the fear. Hal gives great advice and is a joy to listen to and learn from. I love his outlook on life and his appreciation for life. It is what you make of it. And if you're having a hard time with where you are now, you are the only person who can change that. You are a thermostat, not a thermometer. You set the temperature. You don't report the temperature. Hal says that when you have negative emotions, don't make a big deal out of it. Humans like to make a big deal out of our emotions. And when we have negative feelings, we think the way we feel is just how life is. But it's temporary. It might last a day or an hour or a week, but it's temporary. Don't make a big deal. The best practice to have when you are in a negative state is to remind yourself that it is temporary and smile and say, this blows, but hopefully it doesn't last too long. But don't give it a lot of importance. Don't give that temporary state a lot of significance. That will help you move past it and focus on the feeling and emotions that you want to have. Hal's message is to be as positive as you can possibly be, even when you're going through the most difficult time in your life. First, accept what you cannot change, and then decide what emotion will best serve you. Most often, it's gratitude and happiness or optimism. We can be the happiest and the most grateful we have ever been while we are going through the most painful and difficult and scary time in our lives. It just makes it that much easier. It doesn't mean it doesn't suck, but it means that you're not letting the fact that it sucks completely control your emotional well-being. You are being the thermostat. You are setting your temperature and your energy. Hal has been put in circumstances that have taught him the importance of wisdom, like the five-minute rule and the power of acceptance. But his wisdom also comes from the trauma and the loss he has experienced in his life. Hal lost his baby sister when he was eight years old, and she was a year and a half. His mother was breastfeeding her in the other room while he was taking a nap, and he woke to his mother screaming, my baby, my baby. And he runs across the room, and he sees his dead baby sister in her arms. Within the same year, his mother founded a support group 
for parents who had lost children under the age of five. She led the support group for several years and started a fundraiser for the hospital that treated his baby sister, who suffered from a heart condition that took her life. Hal didn't know it then, but what he learned from an early age is that you take adversity and you find the advantage in it, or you turn it into an advantage. It's a conscious choice of optimism, a conscious choice of hope. Hal practices optimism combined with a relentless dedication to personal development. It's the idea that if you want to create a level 10 life, you have to become a level 10 person. And Hal is all about living a life of meaning and living up to his potential. Hal shares his wisdom and his story to help us all do more good for more people most of the time. Look, I have to be honest with you. I love stories like Hal's. Stories where there is real trauma and real life happening. And someone like Hal overcomes it and lives to tell us about it. My deepest and most sincere thanks to Hal for sharing his story of adversity. Now you are equipped with the tools that you need to develop your miracle morning, assign your affirmations, and live up to your potential. If there is one thing I want you to take from this podcast, it is Hal's message of acceptance and the five-minute rule. Accept what you cannot change and use your energy to create the life you want. It's easy to say and hard to do. But I know you are dedicated to doing more good and you are up to the challenge. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being you. This wisdom from Hal was taken from his interview on Impact Theory. I will link all that and more at my website, mytalkingdollars.com, where you can also listen to all the past episodes and link up with me on social media or email. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.